Welcome to Great Stories in American History with Rebecca Price Janney. Today's story is about the Great San Francisco Earthquake. At the beginning of the 20th century, amazing progress in science and technology had begun to change everyday life. There was Marie Curie's discovery that atoms could spontaneously break apart, releasing energy. Thomas Edison's invention of nickeline storage batteries. The first Zeppelin dirigibles appeared, and a new machine to detect earthquakes was created. Pioneering psychologist Sigmund Freud published his book On the Interpretation of Dreams. In 1903, the Wright brothers made the first gas-motored and manned airplane, and Willis Carrier developed the air conditioner. The brilliant Albert Einstein published his theory of relativity, and automobiles were beginning to change the way people got from place to place, creating an increasingly more mobile society in the process. Although medicine lagged behind other fields, there were much-needed developments in sanitation, as well as the early stages of vaccinations against the scourge of disease. Many Americans were already enjoying the benefits of electricity, automobiles, photography, and motion pictures, which provided entertainment for about 30 million of them weekly. Their family unit was stable, and divorce was rare. There was every reason to believe that the 20th century would be a time of unprecedented human advancement. But there were cracks in the dike, beginning with the assassination of President McKinley, followed by a cataclysmic earthquake. Pietro Torresani, an Italian immigrant living in San Francisco, woke up abruptly at 5.12 a.m. on Wednesday, April 18, 1906. There was a big noise, as if it was made by the devil, he wrote in a journal. There was a concert of bottles, 40 glasses, a mandolin, and a guitar. He staggered out of his bed and wandered outside, where I lost courage and patience, and evoking Mommy and Daddy repeatedly, I threw myself again to the ground as if I had a disease, as if I was drunk. Like a crazy man, I was looking here and there at an infinity of dead bodies, horribly squashed. W.E. Alexander recalled how he was literally shaken by the quake until I thought my teeth would come out, while his bed bucked like a spooked horse. He said, I never felt so small and helpless in my life as I did that morning when I gazed upon the stricken city. When I looked out, the pale moon was shining through the smoke from the fires just starting, and I halted in surprise, thinking, I suppose, that she should not be there, that by all tokens she should have been shaken from her position and lain shattered and broken at our feet. We then went up on our roof and found that the fires were making great headway, and my wife's first remark was, The city is doomed. No power on earth can save it. Many people organized their dazed thoughts along religious lines. 
It was, after all, an event of biblical proportions. A man named G.A. Raymond wandered around, trying to make sense of the terror as morning broke over the shattered city. Outside, I witnessed a sight I never want to see again. It was dawn and light. I looked up. The air was filled with falling stones. People around me were crushed to death on all sides. All around, the huge buildings were shaking and waving. Every moment, there were reports like a hundred cannons going off at one time. Then streams of fire would shoot out, and other reports followed. I asked a man standing next to me what happened. Before he could answer, a thousand bricks fell on him, and he was killed. A woman threw her arms around my neck. I pushed her away and fled. All around me, buildings were rocking and flames shooting. As I ran, people on all sides were crying, praying, and calling for help. I thought the end of the world had come. The quake was estimated at a 7.7 on the Richter scale, with some saying it may have been as high as 8.3 in magnitude. When it rolled through the city, fires broke out, resulting in the worst urban inferno in U.S. history. Berkeley professor H. Moore Stevens called it one of the greatest conflagrations ever known. The fires seethed for three days before they spent themselves, resulting in the destruction of 490 city blocks, homelessness for a quarter of a million people out of a population of 400,000, and the deaths of between 450 and 700 souls. Estimates of the damage surpassed $350 million. Human achievement and advancement no matter how impressive, had not been able to prevent the cataclysm. Thank you for joining me for Great Stories in American History. I'm Rebecca Price Janney.